Peace, guys. Peace, goddesses. This is another episode of Convos with Living Legends. I'm your host, yours truly, guy with many visions. And you know what? First and foremost, I want to give a big shout out to Vanessa from episode four. We spoke on all things real estate, on how um, the black melanin people accumulate land wealth via real estate. And um, that was a very dope topic. And I can't wait to have her back on because you know, a lot of you wonderful folks, you know, approved, approved of what she had to say. And you know what? All my, all my guests thus far have been great. But today, this is my fifth episode. And um, I don't got only one guest, but I got two guests. And the funny thing about it, you know, these are the first set of guys I've had because everybody, all my guests have been women. And I mean, have been the queens. So now it's time to let the kings come on and shine. You know what I mean? And, and speak what they got to speak on, too. So as you know, it's I want to take over. My little brothers. You see how they interrupt me while I'm trying to give my, my intro? You see how these motherfuckers is interrupting me? But I love these guys to death for me. These are my little big bros. You know what I mean? I got my brother Henry. And I got my other brother Carl Henry. You know what I mean? Don't ask me, why, don't ask me why they both got Henry. They still my brothers. You know what I mean? What's going on, Kevin? What's going on, guys? Yo, man. Happy to be here with y'all. Yeah, yo, listen, I'm, I'm glad that y'all can um, join me on this episode, you know, today. And, you know, today what we're talking about is kind of crazy, the topic that I picked. But, you know, this goes out to all our melanin fellow black brothers out there. And the topic we're going to speak on is why? Why is us melanin brothers, we are frenemies to one another? Facts. Why are we frenemies to one another? You know what I mean? I pose that question to you, my two brothers. Why are we frenemies to one another? Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the chance to go first on this one real quick. Um, I think as you, you know, as your label is aptly titled, you know, Black Matrix Program, um, I think it's a programming. In all reality... That starts from you know from the time that we're young. Hold on, hold on. You know, That's we a shameless plug right there, my little bro put out there. So everybody who know about the black nature, <laughs> holla at your boy. I got the merch for you. So most definitely thank you for the shameless plug, my brother. Most definitely, most definitely. Sure. But um, yeah, no, I think it's a programming because if you think about it, uh, you know, think about like when we was growing up on a block, and you know, you start going to school immediately, you see another young brother as yourself, almost as a challenge. You know what I mean? And, and and we all going through the same struggle. So everybody's mad at each other. You know what I mean? We grow up and we're all just going through our days and we all angry at each other. If this one say something, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to fight your, a dude in your class trying to establish yourself. It's, you know, it's almost like that alpha male mentality when in all reality we should, you know, kind of be tighter with each other. So I think it's just a programming, really, that America. Because if you look in the streets, you know, it's the same. it goes on. It goes on from the time we're young to the time that we get older. We just continuously be frenemies to each other. Like, if it's one white man and it's two of us, we going to bond together against him. But if it's just us together, if it's just me, if it's just a one melanated brother against another melanated brother, we ready to fight each other. It's, it's a crazy it's a crazy programming is how I see it. No, that's a big fact. It's a big fact. What you got to say, Carl? Talk to me. Man, I'm going to take it back to the point of, like, I feel like it started from the, the point in time of slavery, you know? That's a great. Off the fact of, like, you know, when I'm not going to put any color into it, but from when un, unwelcome guests came to, you know, the motherland and took us and brought us to unknown territory, and then they started to, like, you know, com compartmentalize us and, like, you know, put us into different 
um, different categories of you know right. the the field Negro and the house yeah, Negro, true. and speci- they they specialized us into like you know like you know even even to this day if, if you want to like bring up the future the NFL Combine where they they strip the the athlete down into their trunks and then they have you like you know testing out the specimen and seeing like oh this guy is strong <laughs> this guy has this muscle here that's the same stuff they used to do back in like you know, the plantation trying to sell people so Crazy. it's like yeah so I feel like that's what they did back then and that's what where hate started really because if you think about it and we can't really say we were there to see it because no one knows he wasn't there. But when you see it off movies, based off movies, the field Negroes always had issues with the house Negroes. Yep. And then the house Negroes look down on the field Negroes sometimes. So that's where the hate started from there. And right. then two, when you want to bring it up to more recent, when it comes to a government standard, when the government buys certain places and turns it into what you would call the projects, you're taking a whole bunch of categorized people most likely sometimes it's like, you know, the lower income class and you put yep. them into one sector and now it's fend for yourselves. And now right. you got them into this one little cage. Yeah, I so must of course, agree. That one little cage, when you got yourself in that one little cage, it's like, who else are you going to go against really? You know? That's where the, that's where the crab, yourself. that's where the crab in the barrel mentality comes in. But yo, check yep. this out though. Crab shouldn't be in a barrel. Crabs swim in the water. So how did the crabs get into that barrel? Think about that. That's what Carl. That's what Carl Henry was just saying. They yeah. put the crabs in. They put the crabs in the barrel. Think and about like where said, these crabs. Get. I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say no color. But no, nah, the, the colonizers. You know what I mean? The, By un, all means. the unwelcome. The unwelcome guests. You know they took us and put us in that barrel. But but you see, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because you know here here let's let's fast forward to now, right? And yeah. we 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 not we not we not physically enslaved no more but we still mentally right. enslaved to the point that these same slave owners that owned their own ancestors from the past their names are on these streets where we lose yeah. brothers and sisters to gun violence to drugs and things of that nature how ironic mm-hmm. is that how ironic <laughs> is that we still losing our lives on the names of these bastards where they name these streets after like disconnected ease <laughs> Think about it. All through Brooklyn, Van Sicklin. These are slave masters. These are streets named after slave masters. And we lose our lives, man. We beefing over territory we don't even own. We don't even own the apartment we stay in. That's a funny, that's a that's an amazing way that you put that, you know, when you talk about a dude fighting you know, on like this my block. You know what I mean? Like we, we like this. I, yeah, I, I sometimes look at, you know, the fellas that are beefing now. Like we live on 83rd, you know, and, and fuck them dudes over there on 81st. And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? That's like the blocks are like the blocks are like one after the other. So if a nigga cross the street, you going to shoot him like it's a it's a it's messed up that we program that way. You know what I mean? And it's a perpetual cycle because this has been going on for how long now? This ain't, so you know, long. this has been going on for a grip. So it hurts, you know, and I, I admit that I was sucked into that same stupid mentality for a minute, but it hurts now to hear my brother still losing their lives. Like, you know what I mean? In terms of for this, for this block, like he done spun the block. Like, damn, we spinning the block on each other. I mean, I ain't trying to promote violence, but if I'm going to spin the block, I'd rather spin a suburban block before I spin my block. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yo, like, why are we spinning each other? Like, 
I think they spin us enough. Then, you know, and I think that's the reason why I really wanted to be on this podcast was because I like every day seeing this, it hurts, man. Like I live in Pennsylvania. Y'all know this, you know, uh, my lady loves to watch the news in the morning. And after Chicago, Philly, 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 Philly. we had 500 deaths. We had 500 deaths last year. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the year, December 31st, I don't know. Some we were on 499, and somebody felt the need to hit that 500 <laughs> mark. Yo, it's crazy, and we got it. It was we got to like 501. It was two bodies in that one night on the 31st, and it was like, damn, man, like why, like why we, like I hate to sound corny and cliche, but damn, why the black on black? I'm not saying the white on black is cool. But I'm just saying, if we're going to do that to each other, like, can we spread it around a little bit? Like, damn, like, you killing a dude, you killing a dude, you, you, you shooting a dude that's trying to hustle like you trying to hustle, that's trying to eat like you trying to eat. And when you body him, it's not like you, it's, when you body him, it's not like you come up off so much. Like, you only going to make, like, would you come up off an ounce? You know what I mean? The mentality sucks, man, because we really killing each other over scraps. And it's a pain. It's a pain to see young brothers dying over scraps, man. Man, we, we we dying we dying for fun. It's crazy. We dying for fun off the pleasure of the powers that be, because we're doing their job. We becoming we're we're doing the job that they 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 intended to they intended to do. You know, let's take it back. Like you see how Carl took it back. Another thing we could take it back to to the Constitution. You know, what I mean, the Constitution plays a part. You know, what I mean, if in Article One, Section Two, you claim that I'm one tenth of a man, or it's, it was something. The fraction was one tenth. That me, a melanin brother, the original man, was one tenth of a man. <laughs> yo, yo, these are, and then you, you give me, you have the nerve to amend that rule. Why not? Why not eradicate that rule? Don't give me no amendments. You already told me I'm worth nothing. So by you amending it, that means you put a bandage on it. So what now? You, you gave me what you gave me two thirds of a fraction. How much you added to my fraction? What now? I'm half of a man now. Because when you tell me amendment, you tell me a band-aid. You just told me you 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 made me step two two steps forward. That's what you basically telling me. So like the they just oh man. They just gave you a title and told you to deal with it. That's all it was. Basically. Basically. When you say that, yeah. Basically is is, is what they done. And as melanin men, as brothers, like from young, like 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 H stated earlier. We look at each other as competition in everything. Like, how do how 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 do we get over that hump? That's my question. How do we get get over that hump? Getting over that hump gonna be super difficult because everyone's mindset is completely different. As far as like, say for instance, like of course you always hear in the news or you always even hear amongst people. If black people could unify and be together, or we'd be unstoppable. Cause we've seen, we we've seen like you know the proof, whether it be through the Hebrews or whether it be through the um, Afro Latinos or just the you know Hispanics itself. You know they stick together. You know if, when they're together, it's like they're unstoppable. You know they 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 get through everything, and it's really that whole scenario of like you know, um, you know being being like the. the I'm trying to remember what that um that quote is, but it's something similar to like you know that the, the town raises the kid or child oh, yeah, or something like that. Or the country raises the child. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of that scenario, you know. So you know, with, with black people, it's just like having that mindset of like you know, 
me against the world, when in all actuality, it's like we all got the same pain. We all got the same the same color. Even if you're a different melanin, you know, color, we still all are fighting for the same thing. The thing is, everyone wants to fight it their own way instead of bringing the ideas together and, you know, pretty much like analyzing it and making it happen. Like just all the ideas we have, whether it's someone who wants to take the MLK route, someone who wants to take the Malcolm X route, someone who wants to take, you know, the Langston Hughes route, take all those ideas, put it together and attack it at one similar time. But, you know, I just feel like everybody wants to do it their own route. Everyone wants to go their own way and it's not organized. And in order to like overthrow something or to take something over, you have to have some form of organization. I agree. And I feel like that's what we're lacking right now. And, you know, now I, told, I, totally, I totally agree with that because for me, you know, as, as, a, as a melanin brother and I see you, who's my actual brother, but at the same token, we're men. Mm-hmm. My thing is we can agree to disagree on certain, certain things, right? We're not going to see eye to eye on certain things because you might like this color, I might like this color. But at the end of the day, we got to have some type of respect for each other. We cannot allow our differences to have us disrespect one another. When this happens, now we are violating each other's, how would I put it? We are violating each other's, um, before we can even create a bond between each other, we are violating each other's trust in a sense. Because we, we didn't give each other the chance to grow with one another. We didn't give each, chance, each other the chance to know each other, get to comprehend your thought process, you and, and vice versa. So my thing is, so my thing is, with, with that being said, you know, we could take we could take it back to the um, we could take it back to the Caucasian people. They can't stand each other, but I promise you one thing: when it comes to the benefit of their race, they would do whatever it takes. I can promise you, all of them who hate each other, they put their heads together to make sure they go, they go, they 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 stand up for a common goal. They know when to unite. They know when to unite. How come we don't know when to unite? Mm-hmm. All right. How come we don't know when to love on each other? How come we don't know when to unify with one another? True. You know, appreciate each other. Like just 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 being a melanin person, that's a hard enough experience. Unfortunately, it's a hard enough experience in this global world, internationally speaking. It's a hard enough experience because we already looked as the bottom of the totem pole. But I beg to differ because I feel like we're, we're, we're the originals. So if we're the original people, how can we looking at each, How can we help in with the per- perception that we're the bottom of the totem pole? That's because I feel like with us being the original people, we have that gift and the curse. The gift being, of course, the original people. We were originally here. But then now the curse being, since we were originally here and did everything first, we didn't really take time to learn from the mistakes. You know, we pretty much turned those mistakes into a habit. And then that habit turned into an addiction. So when I, when I say that, I mean that, say, just to give you a prime example of like, you know, let's say we spending money. That original person gets a hundred dollars, but 
from getting that hundred dollars, they go about and they buy like you know the the finer things in life, but not really truly stuff that will help them invest or stuff that will help them like you know flip that you know amount or a certain amount that they want to flip. Instead of like, oh, okay, the next time I get this, I'll do it. Uh, like, make sure I do the opposite of what I did the first time. It's like uh, having a good time is so, you know, it, it's so intoxicating and it's so like, you know, it's so addicting. Damn, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. So, prime example again, a youngin, he gets money, you know, at 18, 17, 17, 18 years old. You know, they want to get drinks. They want to, you know, do it, do do all the crazy stuff. They want to live it up, buy jewelry, buy all the fly sneakers. But I bet you not one person wants to open a savings account. No, no one thinks about that. No one thinks about the rainy days. It's all about the right now and like, you know, spending it. There's no worry about the future. So I feel like that's where we have that issue. And that's where that needs to be more spoken about, especially into like the black community, especially into the schools too. Because hey, I don't know if you when you was in school they did this uh, Mo, but I ain't learned about taxes bro, they ain't and bills until like you you barely learned that in college. Come to think of it, <laughs> you know. They were trying to tell me how to find X. I'm like, how the fuck I got to find X for? I don't know how to find X. <laughs> they didn't teach us the basics. You know what I mean? Like, like, I feel like... It didn't make any sense. And that's, but... a, that's a wonderful example. They didn't teach us the basics. Yeah. And not only that, they didn't teach us our history. You know what I mean? One way one way to keep a people down is not, not, letting, not allowing them to know who they are, where they come from. So the more and more you don't tell a, a, a group of people their history, how would they know where to go? Because if if you if you just telling them that they beneath they're beneath the totem pole, and they know nothing of their history, you don't even give them a fighting chance. What chance do they have to fight? What chance do they have to fight? Is 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 a shame. It's a shame that our babies, you know, some of our babies don't know don't know don't know our leaders. They don't know the Marcus Garvey's. How you don't know Marcus Garvey? How you don't know Marcus Garvey? And all this man wanted to do was unite the people. You know what I mean? How you don't know Mansa Musa, the richest man to ever live on this earth? A melanin king in Africa. The west side of of Africa. He was the man. How how, how our babies don't know about this man? You know what I mean? How about they don't know about all the wonderful folks that came ahead? You know what I mean? To create the beautiful history of melanin people. You know, like they don't even talk about the Haitian Revolution. Exactly. You know what I mean? Why precisely? They scared to talk about that. That's why that's a whole nother subject. That's a whole nother subject. They scared to talk about that. To know that, listen, we're all melanin black people. We're all one in the same. So it don't matter if you're from Africa and I'm from um, New Zealand or I'm from Australia, but I'm I'm a a person with melanin. I'm a person with melanin in my body running through my veins. Like, come on, man. We all one and the same, man. Because at the end of the day, man, we all gonna get our ass kicked from the same powers that be. If they don't like us, if they if they decide to, you know, what I mean, to harm us, mm-hmm. and they decided. Like, I'm. I was just watching um that movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. Great movie. Great, great movie. Mm, and this movie, how Bill O'Neill. Had the had the audacity, the gall, to continue to work with the pigs, 
even after the death of Fred Hampton. Like, think about it. Like, like you, 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 you look that man in the face. You look that man in his face. Moments before he he died, you looked him in his face. You set this man to lose his life. Didn't even get to see the birth of his son. Like, <laughs> and th this has been this has been repeated in history. Like, I need, like, it just it's just sad to see how we are toxic towards one another, especially our brothers, man. We're toxic towards one another. How do we remove that toxicity? You know what I mean? How do we go get over that hurt? Because like they say, hurt people hurt people. How do we stop hurting each other? Well, to be in all honesty, it, it starts it starts from home. It starts from home because, like you just said, just to you know renege on what you said previously about like they didn't teach us, they're not teaching us about Black history in school. You know, they the most that they're doing, they're giving us a month, <laughs> but they're not teaching us about Black history in school. And if and this has been like this for a very long time. So if we see that this is the issue. We need to find a resolution for it. The resolution for it is to start it from home. You have to teach that self-love from home, especially when it comes to the melanin people. You have to teach that self-love from home. You have to teach that black history from home. You gotta, whether it be from, uh, uh, of course, being a young child, be, being a young child, you have to put those pictures up. You know, you have to get those, you know, those books and stuff like that. Teach your kids, teach the family, bring it around, turn it into a topic of discussion amongst the, the dinner table or something like that. You know, like, it has to start from home. So if we're not doing that from home, but instead, you know, we're listening to all the, 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 the negative stuff as far as, like, you know, we're, and don't get me wrong, I get it. From a financial standpoint, money is important. But, you know, we can't be worrying about, you know, always worried about money and stuff. There's more important things than money. Money comes later on, yes, but at the end of the time, you have to teach those morals, those values, and that pride. You have to be a prideful black person. You have to know where you come from. You have to know where your ancestors went through and why they went through to put you in this in this particular you know predicament right now that we're in, to the point where we could vote. That, you know we could walk freely. We, we we shouldn't have to. We don't have to worry about certain things that they had to worry about back then, as far as like being hoes and yeah, having dogs and all that. I would I would so agree it definitely to that. Has to start from but home. you know, at the end of the day, we all are a community. Um, we all, you know, we all, like you said earlier, it takes a village to raise a child. So, you know, how do we, you know what I mean? Like, I think we need to get back to the basics. Like you say, starting from home, but also we need that village after the home because the home is but so much the child could learn at home. You know what I'm saying? But so much the child could learn at home. Like it's like, Okay, right. H is back. Gentlemen, I now you good, brother. You good, brother. Now we were just we were just delving on, man. Chime in if you know nope. you want to. I could hear I could hear you gentlemen clearly, and I'm trying to talk and I'm wondering if y'all could hear me. And I'm like, maybe they, you know, I'm figuring like they can hear me. It's just yo, <laughs> yo I'm having technical yo. difficulties over here, fellas. Yo, my, my listeners, yo, forgive my brother, you know what I mean? He he, he he's shaking and baking. You know what I mean? Doing this thing. Yo, yo, chime in, my brother. Continue on. I heard everything y'all said, yo. And I, <laughs> yo, you guys were talking on amazing points. Even definitely Carl, especially, man. You guys are bringing up, you know, great stuff. And 
just to keep going with what the last question you asked, like, how can we start, you know, the healing process? How can we start? You know, I was always of the optimistic mind that, you know, this was something that could be done. Like we could, we could form together as one, like black people, you know, form like Voltron and, you know, get moving. Big facts, big facts. But the reality of the situation is there will always be Bill O'Neill's. <laughs> you already know. There will, there will, unfortunately, unfortunately, there will always be Bill O'Neill's. And some of the Bill O'Neill's won't always appear as people working with the cops. Sometimes the Bill O'Neill's would be the OGs on the block that's not trying to change the young dude's mentality that's going to tell him to go spin his homie, his cousin. Because in all reality, we are related. Like, we are related. So he's going to tell him, go up the block, spin his cousin, and take that pack. Like, that's a Bill O'Neill right there to me. Hence why I made the statement I made to y'all the other day about Jim Jones. And I'm, I don't want to go into that, but you guys know what I'm talking about. No, like, we, it's, we, it starts we, with we the... It, fellas, Carl Henry just said it. It take a village to raise a child. So, yeah, it starts at home, too. But when home... When, you, when we went outside, fellas, we... Like, when we was home, we had what our parents told us. But when we hit the block, then, we have, o, then we have OGs. Yep. We had OGs, like you listen to your OG, like you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you hear you listen to another mouth sometimes. So if the OG is not telling you, yo, you a king, don't kill your fellow king. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't take this route. Don't throw your life away. Don't throw your life away behind the gun. Like yes, if the sometimes you gotta for the OG. The OG yo, if, was gunning for us. The, the thing that sucks about OGs now, and I'm trying to be a different OG in that sense. I'm about to be 35 next week. Like the difference I'm the what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying and I've been doing this. I'll tell these young dudes all my mistakes and tell them like it ain't worth it. Don't do it. I'm a nurse now. Like I got my life together. God will you know, God bless me. Universe bless me like to get my life together. And I did it. Cause you know, a bro- <laughs> so I, I try to educate these young dudes because there ain't, ain't a lot of them out here, but I try. When I do come across them, whether it be in a physical at work. Or whether I just, you know what I mean? Like, I try to talk to them. Because that's what we lacking, man. The village ain't raising the children no more, man. Back in the days, the village used to, the village ain't raising the children the right way no more. The village is shit, man. Does like, the village even exist any longer? That's another you, question. Nah. Does the, does the village we, even exist any longer? You know, you know how, like, somebody can be super prideful, and then you could tell them for you could tell them for a year they ain't shit and they might fight that concept. When you tell somebody they ain't shit for a hundred years, they start to believe it. I think black people as a whole have bought into that concept that they are the minority, that they are the lower portion, that they are the scum of the earth. A lot of them have bought into that concept. So now that we have in this kind of revival in 2020, we had the Black Lives Matter movement and you know we had some other stuff. Some black people are becoming more aware, but yo, you can still feel the weight of the black people that are ignorant, that don't know, or that don't want to know. You can still feel that weight pulling us back, bro. Because if that wasn't the case, yo, we wouldn't still be killing each other out here. I hate to keep hopping on that, but yo, I hate to see it. Like, why are we killing each other? Because niggas is killing us already. And I'm sorry to keep using the N-word on your podcast, but... The nah, word, I mean, I mean it in the terms of the ignorance, yo, because it's happening, and I'm it's it's crazy to see like 
Listen, Yo. the FCC don't the FCC don't run my airwaves, so I have you, at man. it, my brother. I'm just I, it, it's a it's a passionate, painful topic to me because y'all know what I've been through, y'all know what I've of done. Course, man. You know what I'm saying? So when I see us out here killing each other, because here's the difference: the times don't the times change, things don't change really. Like situations don't really change if you think about it. like the stuff that we're kind of going through now. We've been going through it. I swear to God, we've been going through this. Pro- police brutality ain't new. Big I fact. just watched the movie. I watched the movie from the seventies the other day. Police brutality ain't new at all. Police Big killing fact. us. Police killing us in the streets ain't new. The only difference is we got videos now. That's the difference. We got social media and videos now. That's what makes it to the forefront. But we, this has been going on for very, very, very long time. Like this ain't nothing new at all. So the situations, the situations aren't different. They haven't changed. What has changed is the times. So back in the days, where we were more apt to fighting each other. Like, if something happened in the street, we would throw fists. Like, we would throw fists. Like, we're going to slap box. We're going to box. I might beat you into the dust, but you will go to the hospital and repair yourself and come back out. And we might even become best friends. Nowadays, ain't no fighting. Ain't nobody fighting nobody. Yo, yeah. you talk, you getting shot. Like, yo, get yo. in that square, brother. That's what we tell. Yo, get, come up in this box, man. Let's duke this out one time. Not, was- not any. It's unfortunate that that's not the case no more. Ain't nobody scrapping no more. You say the wrong word, shots, shots, shots. Shot. Yo, like, wow. I'm telling you, I'm out with my family yesterday. Yo, my stepson put on King Von, and I don't know King Von too much. And I'm listening to the brother spit, and he's spitting. I'm like, damn, this kid is all right. And I'm like, yo, is this the homie that died? Yep. And he and he's like, yeah, that's the homie that. And I'm like, damn, this nigga was probably like 23. 24 over what? Over what? Over <laughs> O block? Over O block? Are you fucking serious? Over O block? What the fuck is O block, bro? Yo, like my man, my man King Von is he left Shy Town. He's from Shy Town. He yeah, left the violence yeah. in Shy Town alone to come to Atlanta to make uh-huh. music and still caught the fate that he was running from. Think about that. He left one state. So he got so he died in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Was the beef Atlanta beef? Like, the, what, O-Block is in Atlanta or Chicago? Man, listen, man. I don't know what these young boys oh, so are. It was, <laughs> so it was a state, it was a, it was a, a state beef that was brought to another state. Probably. Yo, I, I really don't know the particulars. Because the home, the young boy that shot him ain't Quando Rondo. Where he from? That is well, he didn't shoot him, but his... I don't even know. Now, like, these, 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 these young boys, these bro. young dogs... I don't even know none of them. But the man, Mo, you, Mo, know, you know what's so funny? Mo, even though I don't know none of them, they still our babies, though. They're babies, bro. They're little kids, man. These are Come our on. babies, man. Mo, Mo, these kids, Mo, this is the small particulars that I do know of that story. The Quando Rondo is a rapper, too. He didn't shoot King Von. He had his homie shoot King Von. But, yo, after this happens, my man gets on a track. My man gets on a track and spits about that. Like, he glorifies it. And it's like, nah, bro. Like, no. No. He's like, yeah, you ran up on me. My man popped you. Like, something like that. To that effect. And it's like, no, bro. Like, no. No. Like, that ain't okay, dog. These dudes are Bill Bill O'Neill in their own cells. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, I hate how they look at us. But, yo, we don't look at each other no better, man. Like, I don't even want to be a pessimist on the podcast. I'm just feeling like, yo, it takes, it's going to take so much. Yo, we're so strong. Like, 
Carl Henry said it earlier too. Again, man, he was like, they always say if black people come together, we gonna we yo, cause we so would. Could you imagine? Could you just literally imagine all melanated people just one uniform army? Get the fuck out of here. Who's holding that? Like who's holding that? Man, who, who's who holding could, that? Who could hold that? But it can't happen. It can't happen because it's too strong of a force. It wouldn't, it's not gonna happen. Like it's just not gonna happen. So I think in this effect, you got to take who you could take with you and just kind of like, that's kind of how I feel right now. It's like, enlighten who you can enlighten and just and just move, you know, just move on. Like, just, you know, because... The way I look at it, you got to start with one person. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. big on the, I'm big on the phrase, each one teach one. Of course. You know I mean? And I feel like we are teachers because there's so much knowledge and um, knowledge and wisdom mm-hmm. that we possess. You know, and it would be it would be wrong of us to leave this earth and not share what we have. Facts. Not share that knowledge or that wisdom with the ones coming behind us. You know what I'm saying? And if we can't do that, then what was our purpose? Facts. What was our purpose on this planet on that particular life cycle? So I feel that with the knowledge and the wisdom, we gotta we gotta we gotta lend it back, man. We gotta mm-hmm. hand it back to these young ones. We gotta give them that blueprint. You know what I mean? Because we. Our generation might not be able to see our people get over the hump. But even if it's the generation behind us and they don't get to see that, I promise you the generation right behind them will be the ones who get over the hump. Like, I'm not big on the Bible, but like you see how they said in Moses, he walked 40 years and whatever it was with the people. Mm -hmm. And it was the babies who finally crossed over. Yeah, to the yeah. Land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean? I hate the fact that I have to use the Bible. No, 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 man. It's a, it's just, it's a story, man. The story's a story. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that, that's what I truly feel in my heart. Like right now, I understand each of you feel pessimistic about it because yo, there's no, it's like there's no silver lining of hope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't see it. Don't you see can't it, man. It. But you know, we gotta, it. we gotta manifest it. That's what we gotta yeah. do. We, you know how we manifest it? We manifest it through our actions. We manifest it through, through the work we put through ourselves by healing ourselves first and foremost. Because once we heal ourselves, we won't operate with our children in hurt. That's, what our, that's how our parents dealt with us, in hurt. They were hurt people. Fact. Think about it. Our parents were hurt. So when they deal with us, they, they, they throwing their hurt on us. But no, mm-hmm. we the generational curse breakers. We're gonna break that curse. Okay. We're gonna be the one, we're gonna be the ones to show them, like, yo, this shit gotta stop right now, bro. Like, like how how we can't see eye to eye despite our differences. We the fucking same skin tone. We look the same, my nigga. We got the same common enemy. Same common enemy. How oh my god, I, I could go on for days. Like, like this is like just how you passionate about. Yo, I'm on the same boat as you, H. I feel what you feel. I feel that, man. Cause this is this is this is what I feel on a daily basis as a melanin man in America. You, you see what I'm saying? And then you raising you raising ones coming from coming behind you. You raising little ones that look like you. Not to interrupt you. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part about a melanin man's life. The sad part is, and and, and Carl, I know you didn't want to use color, but it's unfortunate we have to, man. Like colors, it, it just is. And you're right, because technically we're not black, and technically they're not white. 
Precisely. The color white. So, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to use color. Let's just say the Caucasian man. Yeah. The Caucasian man is already... The Caucasian man holds much wealth and much power in the society that we live in right now. They hold a lot of weight and they hold a lot of power. So, therefore, they kind of have... As soon as a black man is born, you kind of under their thumb somehow, some way you're under their thumb, unless you happen to be from a wealthy black family. <laughs> and even then, they still possess that swing in society to kind of make you look like you feel inferior. All right? So there's that. You're born with that. You're born with that on your back already. Then, you're born with the fact that you already come out and you see your brother as almost like a opposition. Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So the person that is near you and the person that's far from you are both ops. So you basically grow up thinking that everything around you is an op, basically. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, so you can't. So when Moses say, yo, our experiences are different, they are. Because, yo, I it's the stereotypes. The word stereotype sucks because the reality of stereotypes is that they're real. You know what I mean? stereotypes aren't a hundred percent like no stereotype is a hundred percent to to you know whatever race or whatever country it's made for but majority of people of that race or that color are like that so that's what sucks about a stereotype so your average your average caucasian child grows up in life not thinking not having much problems like they don't they don't come out with the idea like damn it's rough being poor. Like, it's fucked up being poor. Like, I ain't had this and I ain't had that. You don't really hear that too much with the Caucasian community. I'm not saying, that's why I said not all, because there are poor white people. But the majority of us that live in low income are are melanated, Hispanic. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, unfortunately, that's our story, unfortunately. But it ain't what, you know, it's not what we want. That just happens to be the, the, the case. So the stereotypes have to be broken as well. Like all those stereotypes have to be broken. When you go into a black neighborhood, like why why do we litter? Why do we throw trash on the street? Why why do we desecrate our own neighborhoods? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of programming that needs to be done, dude. Like that's why that Black Matrix pro- program initiative is so freaking important, yo, cuz it's the truth, yo. Them things that's in our head as a as a culture, as a people, like they're there. They're there heavy. Like there's a lot of things we think we gotta be like. Like, and I had to explain this to wifey the other day because I told her like I don't like watching BET too much. I feel like BET stereotypes a lot of black things, and it's kind of like, oh, this is how black people are. And it's like, no, man, stop, stop preaching that narrative. Like, stop making that fucking narrative because that's why they say that we're like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Not every, like, stop portraying black men as thugs. We ain't all fucking thugs. Like, we don't want to do that. Why would we want to do that? Like, why would we want to bang? Like, why would we want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, stop stop telling them that that's how we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, portray a, put, yo, yo, go pull a, a artist, a black artist or a black teacher. Yo, do some stories on some black teachers once in a while. Do some story on some black it's not the not the teacher that smoked the heroin. Some other teachers, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's 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 just a lot of pictures, man. We gotta do better. We gotta do better for ourselves. We gotta portray ourselves better. Show ourselves better. 
before we make them respect us. They're never going to respect us if we don't make them respect us. You dig what I'm saying? Because we could cry and scream for it all we want, and they'll always just say the same thing. Well, y'all still killing each other. Y'all still doing this to each other. And it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of true. Like, <laughs> it's kind of true. So that's just my take on that, man. So, so your call, let me ask you this, Carl. So how do you feel... How do you feel we could correct that narrative that the media, including newspapers, the radio, television, and, and, and these streaming services, how can we change the narrative of the media about the portrayal of the melanin people, primarily the melanin men? Well, first and foremost, we definitely got to, like, have some consistency. And when I say consistency, I mean like we all have, we, we could all name a successful, powerful black man that would be a, a wonderful leader and has the, the capability of being a, a great leader. But then at the same time, we're just so super overpowered by the past of like, you know, like what yeah. he out there when VH1 with that whole love and hip hop bullshit. Like that really, that really like we have there's so many seasons of that. We have so much catching up to do to fix this. It's not even funny because like, how come like, think of it like this: no one, and I promise you, no one care. Everyone will say, you know, let me give you a prime example. They focus on the negatives of the of the you know most powerful and great black leaders. Like everyone's gonna say, oh, Kanye West is crazy. Kanye West is this. No one wants to talk about the fact that Kanye West is a black billionaire that started from the bottom. Like, this man started from the bottom, built himself up, dominated music, dominated the fashion industry. I do not agree with his political views, but at the end of the day, he is still a black man, and he made it from the bottom, from the dirt. He got it out the mud. You know? So it's like, we need to really start, as ourselves, we need to start praising these people who are like, you know, in those positive positions and shining the light on them and, and, and informing. We need to start informing people of the positivity that they've been they're they're doing. And then too, in that in that light, we need to start informing and spreading positive messages amongst black people as well too. Just so we could follow and defeat that negative, you know that narrative very pretty much that yeah. that uh how can I say yeah Pretty much, yeah, that narrative of like, Dots, you know, the Jesus, dog man. and what, 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 they, what they call them now, dots, dots and stuff like that and all that stuff. Like, we got to, we got to like, you know, why can't be kings, queens, you know, why can't just be, yo, successful billionaires or successful, successful businessmen? And another thing that gets me upset, throwing color into certain things. Like, why Larry Bird is a Hall of Fame basketball player? You don't ever hear anyone say, oh, Larry Bird's the greatest white basketball player. They just call him the greatest basketball player. There's so many <laughs> initiatives where they, they, they emphasis, they put color like, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. Or you're no, pretty for a black I would have been like, what does that like, even mean? Stuff like that gets me mad. What do you mean for a black girl? Like, you know, why? Yeah, like stuff like that. So it's just like this normalizing we, it, it's it's a lot of work to be done but it could be done we gotta normalize certain things normalize successful black people to the point where it's right. not even them being successful black people right. they're just successful 
human, successful people. You have to start normalizing that. And the only way we're going to start normalizing that is when we spread that message. We can't keep doing that whole, oh, right. yeah, she did this right. and she's black. No, normalize it. She's right. supposed to do that. Facts, Why facts, is she not supposed facts. to do that? Why shouldn't this not be normal? It should be an everyday thing. Big facts. Yeah. I, I like what I you said. Big you, facts. White people are not like, yeah, she did that and she's white. They're not doing that. Being the first that's black the person to do this, the that's first the black person to man, to go somewhere with that nonsense. Well, you know what, guys, listen. Like I did this. Tell, guess what? Everyone else. Tell me if y'all agree watch. with this, though. And it's not the reason I think that black. that even exists. That whole thing that you're saying and why they do that. You got to think about it in terms of a because you we can't we cannot ignore this as well. There are. There are like Caucasian people who would love to kind of somehow like they want to try to make up for the pain from the past. So they feel like, okay, so every time one of them accomplishes something and one of them does something, let's give them a hooray. Okay. And maybe they'll shut the fuck up about their complaints a little bit. Maybe they won't complain so much. So every time they do something, they like, First, first black, and I'm just like, like you, you see what I'm saying? You, you see know, what you I'm saying? Like, you it's a me, it's like a me, it's like a media thing. Like, yo, if we, yo, cause yo, I'm so, uh-huh. pardon me, yo, if I'm not just trying to be on some woke, I just feel so like looking at the government now. I'm just like, yo, y'all are the illest people in the world. So like, when I hear all this, uh, you know, stimulus. Checks coming out faster. Vaccines came out faster. I'm like, you motherfuckers have the capability to make anything come out faster. If it don't, it's because you don't want it to. Like, you, like, so I'm so, like, I'm, I'm looking at the government side eye with everything now, man. Like, we discussed the whole politic thing in the beginning before when the uh, election was coming up. We were like, yo, we basically selecting one out of two devils. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like one of them is just worse than the other. Like, which, yeah, you know, like which devil we we agree with more. We agree with the more most. You know what I'm saying? Which one's the lesser of you know lesser of two evils? So in a sense, I feel like they just do that. Like, yo, give them a little shout out. You know, maybe they'll chill out. You know what I mean? Because in all reality, if you think about it, the only fucking reason that we're now getting a bunch of first black people, first black people for doing things is because you motherfuckers held us back from it in the first place. If you had gave us a a regular start with you, like if we could do everything the same time as white people did it, why the fuck would we have not accomplished that at that time? You understand what I'm saying? No, the they re- know you were the one that race. That's what the it whole is. re right. The whole that, reason we were the one that race. Think right. About the it. whole reason we behind in the first place that we now accomplishing a lot is just because you niggas held us back from that in the first place. Like it's not a that we were so slow and we're now catching on. No, listen, we've been smart. Like we started 150 years back. Yeah, like, come on. You wiped out our whole history. Like, you wiped our whole history and rewrote it. Like, you literally did what, how they did the Bible. Like, you rewrote whole, they rewrote whole history and taught us. Like, they when you know what I'm curious about? When was the public school curriculum created? When they, when, when, like, when apart, like, when they started letting us attend school, matter of fact, it was before that, if I have to imagine, like, the curriculum that they teach kids in school from kindergarten to 12th grade, like, your history, not, like, not everything else, like, history, like, that stuff, like, who created all that? Yo, somebody sat down and wrote all that. Somebody decided, like, yo, we're going to take this out, we're going to keep this here, 
Like, teach them this, teach them that, and teach them this. Because we're all raised to be what? Patriots. Think about it. In school, that's what you're raised. Everybody in American school is raised to be a patriot. You're taught to love your country and that your country really didn't do too much wrong. Like slavery, like slavery was too big to ignore. Because if they could, if they could have rewrote history and erased it, they would have. But there were so many black. Oh, no, no. And, 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 they already started. They, they, no, know, they, call, listen, they, they call them indentured servants. No, listen, listen, listen. Nah, listen to why they really couldn't erase slavery. They really couldn't erase slavery because oh, too Lord. many slaves, like a lot of people survived. You know, black don't crack. So you had your grannies living up until 100 years old, 120, and they was telling stories. So they couldn't erase history out the slave out the books. So they was like, fuck it. Let's just put a little something, something in there and preach it that Abraham Lincoln saved the slaves. You know what I'm saying? Like, somehow, some way, it had to be that the Caucasian man came to the aid of the black man. Do you understand? Like some somehow, some way, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. You know what I mean? Like somehow, some way, they helped us. Like no matter what, you know what I mean? Even with our, even with Haiti, like they helped us. America came over and helped us out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, with the yeah, nah, with the whole. That's why. Ah. That's why. One thing I ain't never gonna say. I'm a That's patriot. A good anyway, one. I'm a motherfucker. That's a good one. So Shameless plug to the New York Jets. You Straight know up. we stay losing, but it's love. Who cares? I had the mask on. I got the, I got the Jets shirt on right now with the Punisher grill on it. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, true story. True story, fellas. Like. That's it's just it's just a means to make you know to compensate for all the pain. So they do little things here and there for the for the for for the minorities. They do little things here and there for us. You know what I mean? So we'll shut up a little bit and maybe we'll calm down. Cause you know if they let stimulus checks out in the hood, these niggas gonna shut up. They gonna go shopping and they gonna chill out. All that Black Lives Matter shit gonna calm down a little bit if we put them stimulus checks out. You know what I'm saying? What, and what did is fourteen hundred million for cats? No, and it. did it not? And did it not? That's, just, that's how petty. No, but that's how, like Carl Henry said, niggas ain't thinking on. Oh, let me open a savings account. It's like I'm finna hit the club and ball out. Cause yeah, cause that's how they programmed us. Like let's put the strip clubs and all the, you know, you know the same, you know the old adage, the um the liquor store in your neighborhood, the, everything. We're gonna put all that stuff in your neighborhood so that you can spend all your little money right there. Spend all your shit right there. We're not gonna put that much banks. In your neighborhood, because we don't want you to get the idea of saving and stocks and bonds. Like we're not gonna put a lot of banks. No, you're not. You know supposed, what I'm saying? You're so, not supposed to know these things. Man. Well, yeah, we don't want you to think. We don't want you to get the idea that oh, maybe I should invest. We we're gonna put all the stores around you. We can put the rainbow around you. The Popeyes is right there. Yo, it's almost like bro. If black people woke up, they would feel disrespected. They would feel they would. If we woke up, we'd be like, yo, this is mad disrespectful, bro. Like you didn't put nothing in our neighborhoods. Like you put a bunch of shit. You put food. You put food retail. Yeah, you put food and retail in our neighborhoods, and we and we and we accepted that. We accepted it. Well, you didn't put. There was a once a, a, a great orator. I forgot the orator's name by the for, for the time, but the orator said, "To be black is to be angry." I'm just paraphrasing what he said, but to be black is to be angry daily. Yeah, unfortunately, we take that shit out on each other, though. It, that's the unfortunate part. That's the unfortunate part. That is the unfortunate part. And how did we change that? 
like we said earlier, each one teach one. But you see, all these solutions, they can work. But we, you see us, us three, I'm going to take us for example, we can't never give up. Despite the fact that we keep teaching and it falls on deaf ears, no, we can't give up because there's someone out oh, no. there. I say. There's someone out there who needs that message. There's someone out there who's going to listen with their heart, not their ears. Because more times than not, when you listen with your ears, you go through the one and come out the other earlobe. Mm. If you listen with your heart, you much more. it's much more easier for you to process what was said to you, what was being taught to you. And then you process that and apply it to your life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving up. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes it, I'll be having pessimistic thoughts. I'm like, damn, we ain't never going to change. We ain't shit. But I got to realize, I'm like, I can't say that. Because when I say we ain't shit, I'm basically manifesting what we are not. We are better than shit. We are the shit. Frankly speaking, we are the shit. So I choose to, from here on out, is to make sure I watch my words when I speak about my people. I choose whatever words that come out my mouth is a, is, a, is a form of manifesting greatness in my people. I know when I say that to a lot of my peoples, they be like, ah, oh, don't waste your time, this and that. But you know what? If I pay them any mind, if I, pay, if I keep, that, keep up with that pessimistic thought, we're all going to fall into the, same, into the same barrels, imaginary barrels. When good, oh, I promise you, I'm not falling into that exactly. barrel. Exactly. But you know, good and well, I ain't no fucking crap. Exactly. Ain't no <laughs> crap. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? So, you putting me a barrel, it's not happening, because I ain't no crap. I was in that barrel. I came up out of it. Sorry. Oh, no, I had to. I had to. I had to. You know what I mean? Like, 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 the, like the title this uh today's episode. I was a big friend of me to a mm -hmm. lot of cats. Facts. I was a big friend of me to a lot of cats. And I didn't even realize I was a friend of me to them till I got older Facts. and realized I'm like, shit. I was a fucked up nigga. Because not realizing I was harming my own brother. We didn't have to be blood brothers, but you're still my brother. Because you look just like me. I look just like you. You are me and I am you. So why am I fighting you? Why are we frenemies when we're supposed to be friends? We're supposed to be bonded by our melanin. Our melanin is supposed to bond us. But no, instead, I look at you as an op. Where the fuck did I get that mindset from? Hence the right. media. Hence society. Hence the government systemic ways. The constitution. Mm -hmm. You name Not it. Sure. You know what I mean? Hence so, yo, even our culture. Hence our egos. Our egos play a part too. Ah, shay. Hence the hurt that we feel. The PTSD, the traumas that we still dealing with. It's two, it's two brothers looking at each other. We both hurt as shit. One probably, one probably didn't grow up with none of his parents. The other probably grew up with just one parent. And we, we, instead of looking at each other with love and affection, we looking at each other with judgment from the jump. How am I judging you? I don't know shit about you. But I look at you, I'm already judging you. I'm already sizing you up. You how, how we still live by the, the model? How we still live by the model? Keep your head on the swivel when you're in the hood. Huh. Why the fuck I got to keep my head on the swivel when I'm amongst my people? Straight up. Why I got to be Straight mean up. mugging my people, man? Why I got me mean mugging the next brother, man? Yo, it's when almost like a natural thing. Exactly. Yo, we going to mean mug to see who's going to look away the first. 
What kind of fuck shit is that, bro? What dumb shit is that? Come on. Instead of instead of instead of peace, king peace, and then exactly. you know keep it moving. <laughs> I don't know if y'all y'all kings realize. You see, I changed my language, especially to my people. The reason why I changed my language because I know words, the power of words. You know what I mean? As an author, I go by the phrase, I inspire to I aspire to inspire others through the power of my words. So if I believe in that phrase, why the fuck not? I don't speak like it to my people. How am I speaking? How am I speaking ill to you? Or how am I speaking ill of you? If I say you my people. We don't need to have the same mother, same father, same brother, none of that. Just as mere fact, we share melanin. We we are the. We, oh my god! I could go on days. I could go on on and on and on. That's how passionate I am about uniting us. I'm like a Marcus Garvey. I feel like Marcus Garvey's in me. That's what I feel like. I know that there's hope, man. I'm not gonna be pessimistic. I will not give up on us. I will not. We've come too far, man. We've come too far, big dogs. At this point in time, we we just need different movements to start because it's like, like H said, you know, Black Lives <laughs> Matter was strong all about. Them stimulus checks you know, were standing. Stimulus checks started coming out, then it got quieted, you know. It's like we need, we need, yeah, we need to just like find some strong movement. Like we need. We need those vibes again. We need those MLK vibes. We, we definitely need those the Malcolm X vibes. Because I tell you, sure. I don't know if y'all remember Black Panther, the whole Killmonger thing. That 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 was that was my dude right there. Because when, when he was talking, I was like, yep, if you ain't with us, you're against us. And it's true. If you ain't with us, you're against us. And that shows, that whole Black Panther movie shows you the crab and the barrel <laughs> mentality. Because what's his name? And R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman, but, you know, his character, yeah, his character in the movie wanted to keep all the natural resources to Wakanda and keep them in Wakanda, while Killmonger wanted to spread them out to the, you know, the black people in the less fortunate communities and, you know, bring them up, bring them up to speed and let them know, like, yo, you're powerful, too. Like, you know, this is what a black man was able to do for y'all. But... You know, to a certain extent, yes, Killmonger did want to like, go that? on some like you know, nah, at this point, people at that... stuff. Hey, you know, some you know people, I mean? some it's, people like maybe Malcolm X says the chickens have come home to roost. Yo, facts, I say. You know what I mean? Like, facts. man, listen, yeah. I'm not, yo, listen, I'm never opposed for our freedom, man. You know what I mean? First and foremost, we Haitian, so you know, we 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 gonna move off the uh, like. You you see our temperaments, us three, we are Haitian. That's that's that. There's no, no if ands or buts about it. So we're gonna move how our ancestors move. We go. You see how we're this conversation we having because that's how our ancestors move. They our ancestors realize that all we got is us, and if we bring us together, it's gonna be a fucking problem. That's what our ancestors realized. So why can't we move like that, like our ancestors? You know, I tell I tell a lot of I tell I tell a lot of melanin folks who are not Haitian. I'm like you Haitian. Cause all you have to say that's your ancestors from Haiti who gained independence. What you thought your ancestors was doing when they heard the news that these Haitians gained independence, you think that didn't inspire them? Hell yeah. You think that inspired them like, get, get on in, in South Carolina? 
You think that inspired Nate Parker? No, no um, not Turner. You think that inspired um, others? You know how many slave rebellions there were? Yeah, they weren't yep, successful. Yeah, the ones, the ones you don't hear about. Yeah, they weren't successful, but they, they at least they made that attempt. And you know why they weren't successful? Because they were Bill O'Neills. Of course. That's why they some of them that weren't successful is and, and not and that's why I'm trying to portray is not the pessimism is that you know you will always have those that are against that idea. No, that's true. There are those the 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 concept the concept of a house of a house nigga unfortunately say of a house nigga is that of a Bill O'Neill. A Bill O'Neill is a house nigga. Well, agree. when they ask Bill how you feel about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? Oh, I don't know. House nigga, you want to be in the house with the master or do you want to go out in the field? I don't care. Either way is good enough for me, master. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The concept of Bill, the, the thoughts of Bill O'Neill are, are that of a house nigga. And we, we can't, we can't get rid of that because unfortunately that mentality is a perpetual mentality where it's continuously spread. Like it's continuously spread, it's continuously spread. I do believe that majority of black people do want to learn and do want to rise up and do want to do, you know, what's right for us as a people. They just don't have someone to lead them. But I, you know, we can't stop it. There are going to be Judases. We can't stop that. You're going to have your Judas. You know what I'm saying? Because everything has a Judas. Like, and that's why the movements have martyrs. That's why all movements have a martyr because there's always a Judas somewhere there. You know what I mean? Like, Malcolm X was a martyr man to his cause. I fell in love with these men, man. I fell in love with Malcolm X. I fell in love with Fred Hampton, especially after seeing that movie. Like, I was like, wow. Like, I told you the next morning after I saw it, like, that movie stuck with me, man. And I still, and I don't think the same after seeing that. And I'm so not being cliche. Like, it's like, wow. Like, this man really, you saw him. He went to meet with the gangs. No weapons. That's love, bro. That's, uh, that's love. That's love. That's unspoken love right Yeah, he united we gonna, them. We go. Huh? You see how he united them? That's unspoken. I'm talking about the way he approached them. That's yo, I'ma pull up on you with six of my peoples to your 5,000 with no guns on me, knowing that my life may end here. That's love, bro. Like, how you who does that? Come on, man. Rick Friend Hampton, a revolutionary man, he was past that man. That man was a messiah. Like, that man was a messiah. Like, yeah. it's a shame that his life was cut so short. Yo, 21, y'all want to cry, man. 21, I feel like I've been wasting my life all this time. 21 years old, and he was that, and he was that at 21. Come on, man. Some people in this world are irreplaceable, and they and if if their lives and their testimonies don't speak enough to us as people, then we ain't never gonna learn because Fran Hampton literally died for the people. Well, you see, listen, look at that. We ain't Malcolm X. It's not too Malcolm X literally died for the people. Like it's not too late for us to become those become those Fred Hamptons, those Malcolm X, even Khalil Muhammad. It's not too late for us. We still alive. Those guys can still live through us, but do we choose for them to live through us? That's what we have to ask ourselves. Because it's a choice. You got to remember, everything we do in life is a choice. So do we choose to allow these brothers to live through us? To keep this movement marching on, then too, Dude, we gotta realize I'm allowed. everything good and black, anything that's black and that has positive messages about progression and moving on and like you know, exceeding some way, somehow, the government, media find a way to cut it short. I'm just gonna say it like that they find a way to cut it short. Mm-hmm. 
So anything good, black, and positive don't last long due to the fact of, you know, man, fuck it. The white man don't want to see us succeed. The racist white man who wants yeah, to but we, the black person. Why we, why we, why should, why we give in to that? Exactly. He, we, it's why a fear. We it's a trauma. It's a trauma. Like you said, it's a trauma. It's a fear. Yeah, but we got to be better than that. We got to be better than that, man. Like we do. Like, that's what I'm saying. You want to know something? That's why I never attached myself to that Black Lives Matter movement. I ain't going to lie. I always felt like it was sh- sh- like shallow. I always felt like Black Lives Matter was a little shallow. Because I'm like, you would persist if if you... We're about like you would persist in 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 your in your movement. It would be a nonstop movement. It wouldn't be a raucous movement where you just bashing and breaking on. Nah, it would be along the lines of we organize and there's a leader to this shit, and we're organized and we got a message. And that no matter where we at or whatever's going on, we got a message and we gonna preach this message. Black Lives Matter wasn't it wasn't organized. It wasn't an organized enough movement. It really wasn't. And like Carl said, we need to create some other movements, some other organized movements. And you know what? And I'm speaking to myself as well. Like, I don't I don't know what I can do right now, to be honest with you. No, but you already started. You know why? Because you started to work with yourself. That's what that's what matters first. For you to be for us to unify, we gotta work on self first. Because if I don't love me first, I can't love you. I have to have enough love for myself to share with you. If I don't love myself enough, how can I join you? Think about it. That's why I hurt people hurt people. When we stop hurting ourselves first, I can stop hurting you. That's how it works. So very true, man. You know what I mean? That's that's you know what I mean? That's how that's that's what it is. That you know what I mean? That's what it is. You know, at the end of the day, let me stop hurting you. Yeah. And another thing too. Black Lives Matter, like, I feel like it was a movement that has potential. It just had, it probably just had the wrong leader. You know, it just didn't have the right leaders. It didn't have the right leaders and, you know, just the plan itself. I feel like there wasn't, uh, there wasn't a true, like, blueprint. And then there wasn't, like, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, there wasn't, like, you know, a progress plan. Like, you know, after we do this, this is what we're going to do. And then after this, this is what we're going to do. Like, they weren't really steps. It's like they got hit with, like, certain situations and obstacles, and they were just, like, at a, at a forefront, like, like, oh, man, I don't know what to do now, you know? So I feel like, you know, that's really what started happening, unfortunately. But, you know, there's, there's still potential. You know, there's definitely yeah. still potential. Um, you're right. And then mm. to sway the court. <laughs> Who did that? Yeah, but you see, at the um, at the end of the day, you know, like as we as we as we bring this full circle, we bring this convo full circle. You know, we look at each other eye to eye. I don't want us to see frenemies. I want us to see a brother. You know, and I'm glad I picked this topic, frenemies, because. You see how this conversation all started with a bang, and and it's it's wonderful to to see how both you brothers were so passionate on what y'all had to say, you know what I mean? And and I know the listeners would truly appreciate this. And the funny thing about it, this these are the first two cats that came on the podcast, and they my brothers, you know what I mean? My my blood brothers, my little brothers, and I'm truly, truly, truly grateful for these 
for these gods for coming on and blessing me. You know what? By the way, fellas, please let the people know anything y'all got going on that y'all want to let them know to check out. You know what I mean? There's anything y'all got on the horizon, whatever you want to share with the people. I mean, I, right now, I don't have anything going on podcast-wise. You know, my social media presence is very, very limited due to my strenuous schedule. But, um... <laughs> no, nah, real talk, live. man. <laughs> real talk. Real talk, man. Y'all, y'all fellas know my schedule, man. But you know what? I will say this, man. I am definitely reading, you know, and I'm trying to keep reading more right now. I'm reading my, you know, knowledge of self. My knowledge of self book. It's a collection of wisdom on the science of everything in life. So, um, you know, de- definitely trying to expand my my knowledge with that. And um, like I said, after seeing the Judas and and Black Messiah movie, like I've been watching a lot of Fred Hampton's um, interviews, starting to watch a little bit of Malcolm X. Just and, and and you know, fellas, not to go on a go off on another tangent. We were laughing about our names the other day, and. I asked my lady the other day, I said, yo, I think I want to change my name. And she was like, really? I was like, I think I want to change my name. I was like, that Michelle name, like, I've always been proud of it. But if I really look at the core of that shit, that's a plantation dude's name. That's a French owner's name. That's a French plantation owner's name. Michelle? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be that no more. I don't want to be Henry. I don't want to be little Henry no more. Like, I don't want to be that. Like, so it's not something that's going to happen in the next five years, probably. I don't know. I don't think so. But after hearing your um your podcast with um with uh, Kajay Travels, I forgot the young sister's name. She was oh, amazing. Marie. She was amazing. You know, you've had some amazing, amazing queen. All the queens before us were amazing, bro. Me and Carl Henry pale in comparison to them four episodes you just had. But. No, um, after hearing that, I was like, yeah, like definitely one day I want to take a trip to Africa. And, you know, if that's where my name change is going to happen, like that's where I would like it to happen. You know what I mean? So whenever that happens, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. Like, I don't want to just talk about it. Like, I want to be about it as well. Because, it's yo, we had the veil over our eyes for a long time. I've been an idiot, man. Y'all know I used to bang. Like, I used to bang, gang bang. Like, that's corny. Like, I had the veil covered over my eyes and I feel like, this programming, like, I want to be done with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is over, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's what I got going on right now. But on the meantime, I'm going to continue doing my nurse, my nursing. Um, and, you know, take care of these, take care of these wonderful elderly people. Cause I, I do believe in karma and I feel like me helping them out. You know, when I get older, somehow, some way the universe will return that energy to me. So I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah, you listen, know. man, you're gonna still be strong when you get older, brother. Now, yeah. man, you ain't gonna need no walk on none of them things. Uh, that's the that's hey, hey that's the hopes. That's the hopes, man. That's why our brothers things keep trying to go to the gym every every you know every other day at least or every three days three days a week at least try to be in the gym trying to keep my body loose. You know what I mean? Gotta keep it loose. Gotta keep it loose, bro. I'm trying to, <laughs> gotta keep it right. You know what that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? What's but yeah, you, that's what I got going on. What's up, All you know me, I, I'm I'm kind of low key. All I do, I work, you know, take care of the fam, be the provider. I gotta be. I'm still I'm still trying to find myself too. You know, I'm still you know trying to learn more as as far as like you know, especially with 
black history, not not educate myself, but re-educate myself because I was Fact. raised in a family where, you know, my mom didn't play that. My mom did preach black history along with my sister, along with you fellas, and along with, with Vanessa as well, being my cousin. Like, y'all, y'all always did always, you know, teach me about black history, and I've always dug deep into it. And I truly, truly firmly believe, especially like, you know, with being Haitian, not just, you know, a, a regular black person or another black person, being Haitian, you know, our blood by itself is a vaccine, but that's a whole nother story. Yo, that's but, a um, bar right there. You know, that's a bar right there. You know, right. Our blood is a vaccine. You know, so, yeah, that's yeah, a bar. Blood is, you know what I mean? So, out I'm, that. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm still educating myself, reading books, you know, just, I, you know, doing my whole little Robin Hood thing. Yeah. So, you know, by Robin Hood, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. But, but, uh... (laughs) We already know. We we digress. No, we... Yeah, you ain't even had to. We already know. We already know what time it is. (laughs) Right? But, yeah, man. You know, just... Man, just trying to... To be honest, trying to stay alive and just trying to progress in life. And, you know, any any... I have the the blessing of being a stepfather to a wonderful little black boy, and you know, just trying to make sure that he learns from my mistakes. Because Lord Jesus, I made tons of mistakes and I've learned from it. But at the same time, I just want to be there for him. And of course, too, I do coach. Well, this is when it opens, but at my old elementary school, I do coach at a PAL program in Brooklyn, New York. They're not open right now, of course, it's a pandemic, but. There's at least, I want to say, 98 bright, educated melanin children that attend there and, you know, just try to teach them, like, you know, stay out the streets, focus on, you know, school. Also, too, I have wonderful nieces and nephews, you know, from you guys, Mm -hmm. by the grace of God, Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, I'm always pounding in their heads, especially Trey. I'm always pounding. Trey, Trey speaks to me every day. (laughs) <laughs> always found in his head. Hey, Uncle Carl, how you doing? I'm great. How's school? <laughs> so you need to tell me. That's all I'm worried about right, right. now. But um, you know, so that that's that's pretty much it with me. Low key, but still at the same time, you know, trying to teach whoever I, who's like in my reach at, at in, in these you know crazy pandemic times. Nah, I gotta I gotta say, man, I am truly grateful and appreciative to know that my little brothers at the at the the the. Town, I told him, yo, I need y'all on the podcast, and it was it wasn't an issue at all. They both. Oh, let me say one thing before you go. Can I say one last thing before? Yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. Last thing, man. First of all, thank you so much for getting me and Carl on the podcast, man. Like that, that's a big thing. We out here. Granted, people can start podcasts, but still, man, just to have a platform to talk to each other, you know about you know, issues, issues in our lives. You know what I mean? As a melanin people, all of us, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity. And, you know, like I said, you have four wonderful people on before us. So just even following those trails, you know, is an honor. You know what I mean? I'm sure Carl feels the same, like, but it's an honor, man. Thank you. And I'm forever grateful, man. And I I hope, I hope to be back on now. We gonna have to in, I'm in the future. No, 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 no. Let some time pass. You know, I gotta be. You know, you gotta no, let listen, some time man, pass listen, between your kids. Two, I get part two in another month or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta let some time month month or two. Listen, man. I got too many more guests to come on to have right? this wonderful conversation. You don't hear the podcast? It's convos with living legends, and everybody who comes on is a living legend to me. 
So what oh, I'm shit. doing is that the basis of Convos with Living Legends is, is to have people to come on this wonderful platform, speak on topics that affect the melanin people, and, you know, we dialogue because I'm a conversationalist. And as a conversationalist, I love to have these wonderful conversations with other people of melanin, uh, of melanin descent, just like myself. So having these conversations, I'm always I'm also giving y'all your flowers because I see something special in y'all and the love that I have for y'all. I want to show y'all that I appreciate y'all. So by having y'all on my platform, I am truly grateful. You know, shout out to Makai Bay, episode one. You know what I mean? Shout out to Yaya, episode two. Shout, shout out. out to Marie shout Jacques, episode three. And shout out to V, Queen V, Vanessa, episode shout four. Out. You know what I mean? Shout day. out to my two little bros for episode yep. five. I know there's going to be many more beautiful guests to come. You know what I mean? I just want people to stay tuned. My listeners, I hope y'all love this. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. You already know this is your boy, God with Many Vision. You know what I mean? Check me out on IG, God underscore with underscore many underscore visions. You know, you you know, um, if you're trying to get that Black Matrix merch, we got that for you. And like my brother said earlier, the, the sure, get it. Black Matrix is to let people know we got to unprogram ourselves. And hence the logo with the man with the wise in his head looking like locks. Those locks represent the mind fuck that they've been mind, they've been fucking us for all these years, and I want to change that. You know what I mean? By having these conversations, this is how we change the narrative. By having these conversations, this is how we we bring us together. You know what I mean? Much more in harmony. So I believe we could do this. You know, I love y'all, my brothers. I love y'all to death, man. Y'all already know love is always gonna be fucking love, man. Y'all, my brothers, to the to the day I lead this planet, I transition. Y'all already know what time it is. To all my followers, love is love. To the gods, the goddesses, peace. This is your boy, God with many visions. Peace. On another episode of Convos with Living Legends, this had to be the best one by far. I love you guys. Peace. peace. Love y'all too. Black power. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> love y'all, fellas. Peace. Love y'all too, man.